Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. We are snowbound with Andrew Weibrecht. It's just after the New Year, but Happy New Year's to everyone. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. And Andrew, you're actually in the States right now, aren't you? I am, yeah. I know. I've just uh, been back for a couple days. Um, after Santa Catarina, so yeah, just just nice to be home and have a little bit of time to decompress and and uh, just kind of kind of collect my thoughts before going back over. You know, it really hit me the first time you and I chatted. You said you hadn't had a Christmas with your spouse for it seemed like in forever, but you do get to <laughs> spend at least a little of the holidays with her. Yeah, we we get to spend New Year's together, so it's all good, and you know. It's uh, it's something that we've kind of grown accustomed to, so you know I can't can't worry about it too much. Now I have to get a little personal and pry. What was your best present this year? Uh, you know, like I was, I was telling you earlier, I did get the the um the Durndal, um apron from the White Elephant gifts, so that that was that was pretty great, and actually. Um, probably my, my, my mom gave us some, some new windows for, we're, we're having a baby in, in, um, February. So she gave us some new windows for the baby's room. So that was, that was probably the highlight of, of all our gifts. You're having a baby in February. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a show in itself. Yeah, no, it's, it, it's, um, a whole, whole new set of challenges going into 2016 for us but uh yeah we're we're super excited about it so no. yeah just don't really know what to think but <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to it so this... go ahead oh no we're just you know we're we're excited we're looking forward to it but it's 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 um nerve-wracking you know for sure i can imagine well this is a urine preview show so like I say, I think the baby's going to be a show in itself. So let's actually yeah. start with the end of 2015 because I've watched a number of videos from Santa Catarina that looked brutal. Yeah, it was, you know, it's, it's a tough course. I mean, you know, we, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it kind of, as a team, we've talked about this probably a little bit and maybe some people have heard about it, but, um, you know, it's a little bit frustrating because we show up there after Christmas and, uh, you know, we, we do our first training run 
and it's just, you know, it's dark and bumpy and, and kind of nasty. And, and, um, you know, we're, we're way back and we, we come to find that a couple teams that have, have spent quite a bit of time training on the track the week before, which is I mean, within the rules, but still, I mean, it's kind of, I don't know, I call it cheating within the rules or whatever you want, but you know, I mean, it's just, it just seems super unfair and, uh, you know, so it, it we we got there and we played a, played a huge game of, of catch up and it's it's you know it's tough because it, it's a course that nobody's really skied very much before. Um, you know, we we had one run down it last year, one training run, and then um, a shortened race run. So so it was it was you know um, you know then we got a couple training runs down it this year, but it, it's just it's nasty. I mean, it's it's out of the, out of the start gate. Uh, you have a big jump and then a couple of really big turns and it's dark and it's bumpy and um, it just kind of it feels like it goes on forever. So, um, you know, as, as a course, it's it's super tough. And, and, you know, personally, my experience with the race, it was it was it was I, I was able to get up for it um, on race day and I actually skied pretty well. And I was, I was, I was really happy compared to how how I did in the training run to actually, you know, actually go and be able to ski, you know, rather than um, holding back a lot just because I was I was uncomfortable with, with um, you know, the way I felt on the course. But I, I felt comfortable and, and it was good and, and uh I I ended up crashing out, which was which was a bummer, but it, you know, it was towards the bottom and it just it was, it was just a weird thing. It was kind of, you know, what we call a snow snake. So, um, you know, it's, it, it was after, after a bunch of really good races and, you know, a bunch of good, good weeks of racing. It was, it was a bummer to end the seat, you know, end the year that way, but that's okay. And, you know, I, I was still really proud of the way that I skied. So that was cool. I would have to argue with you on snow snake. That thing looked like solid ice. So ice snake? Yeah, ice snake, yeah. Yeah, maybe. Could be. Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> on to 2016. <laughs> what are some of the events coming up that you're especially looking forward to? Um, You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to kind of, all of it, to be honest, you know, um, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, um, you know, we have Banyan and Gitsfield coming up, which are both, you know, the, the super classics on the tour. So those, those are, are always really fun events. You know, there's, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of energy and, um, just great races. You know, I mean, super cool courses, uh, you know, Bengen is a, a downhill and combined, and then Kitsville is a downhill super gene combined. So, um, you know, that's actually a busy 10 days of, of skiing because, you know, we, we have, that, that, that's a lot of races and, and a pretty short period. So, um, you know, definitely looking forward to that. And then, you know, I mean, obviously, Garmish is, is after that, and, you know, it's, it, that's always kind of a nippy one um, with with 
weather just you know it's been a tough tough winter over in Europe so it'll be interesting to see whether or not they'll be able to pull that off to be honest and then um and then we go to South Korea or or may may or may not go to South Korea depending on on whether or not they have their list finished and all that stuff so um it's kind of a lot up in the air right now but uh I mean really looking forward to January into February and then um you know kind of finish out the season it's uh We've got Chamonix, which I haven't raced since 2007, which is, you know, that'll, that'll be exciting to go back there just because that's a, you know, it's a, it's a, it's another classic race and, and, um, you know, just be cool to be back in that area. And then, um, Hinterstoder, which is actually another race I've, I've never, never done that. There's a Super G there. So that, that'll be, be cool. And that's, that's a, from what I've heard, it's it's a really um, technical kind of Turner Super G. So I, I think, um, you know, side on team that could be a good good race for me. And then and then we go back to Kudafell uh, in Norway, which has always been an awesome, you know, it's a venue that I love and um, I've always had strong results there. So you know, I'm excited to race race there again. And then um, you know, finals in in Saint Moritz, which is again you know another awesome place and and we have world championships there next year so it'll be great to get on the track and and spend a little time skiing there so um yeah that's kind of kind of what we have left in a nutshell now how much do they change the course on the classic courses is it pretty much the same set year in year out it's yeah i mean it's it's pretty much the same set it's just depending on the year and how much snow they have. And, and, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's a big difference. You know, if on a, on a big snow year, everything kind of flattens out and, and it's not that bumpy and, you know, everything runs pretty nice. Um, but you know, places like kids feel, especially on a low snow year, I mean, you're, you're constantly, um, I mean, it, it's just it bumps the whole way, and usually the you know the snow's harder then because they're they're worried about you know breaking through down to down to the grass almost. So so they just sort of ice things up and, and make it super gnarly. So you know depending on what the weather does the next couple of weeks, it 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 could really dictate what those courses are like. I mean, they they can be super mellow and they can be you know super gnarly you know the course settings pretty much the same in the sense that the gates are in the same place but it doesn't mean that it's you know it's the same track as by any means now how do you train for differing conditions like that i mean it, it is like a completely different course um you know yeah i mean it's 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 tough i mean it's definitely a lot of it's kind of the state of mind that you go into the week with, you know, if, if, if you're prepared for that and you know that that's what's coming, you know, we've, we've all trained, um, you know, places and we, we know what the conditions can be like and we know what they feel like just from kind of previous experiences. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's super tough, you know, especially in a year like this where it's, it's low snow in Europe and you don't have a lot of options for trading. You know, it can be really tough to to get specific training for stuff like that. I mean, it, it's it's more um, comes down to an experience thing where where you can 
to recall certain things from from you know way back when and and just kind of make it all fit now it seems like the time you're getting now i mean recovery has got to be a huge part here's a cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue another cool fact you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Of your race preparation, you've got to recharge. So, what have you been doing while you're in the states? It sounds like your life is really busy with the baby coming up. Yeah, I mean, you know, things things are busy. We had a baby shower, which was, you know, it was fun. It was it was it was, you know, great that that people were excited for us and stuff. But yeah, I mean. That that's kind of a, the catch twenty two is that that it's great to come home and it's I love being back home and and spending time with my wife and all that but um you know it's 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 kind of it's kind of a strange thing because I I can't really relax in Europe and and take time off and actually recharge but the times that I do come home um you know I'm I'm generally super busy and and so I'm not necessarily relaxing but i'm recharging and and usually i get on the plane and and i sleep really well because i've been kind of going a million different ways um you know for whatever the five days that i'm i'm back but um you know for kind of my my psyche and my soul it 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 just gives me that little bit of time away and, and lets me lets me just you know yeah, I mean it is it is a recharge. I mean, it just just lets me kind of get back to my frame of mind. Um, you know, lets me be excited to go back over and spend a more a couple more weeks, you know, racing and and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, I I it, as busy as it is and not relaxing sometimes it is as it is to come home. I I love I love getting back, even if it's just for a couple of days. I take it you're not going out and free skiing. I'm wondering though, do you run or hop on a spin bike? Anything to just keep in shape? On the other hand, you are in a gravity driven sport, so maybe you're chugging eggnog. <laughs> I, I like to do a little bit of both. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife and I went on a, on a cross country ski yesterday, and uh, you know, I. I I I pretty much spin every day and and you know do core and stuff like that just to kind of keep things stimulated. But yeah, I mean you know I 
I, I live in Lake Placid, and it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. So, so getting outside and, and doing stuff like that isn't really a chore, you know. I mean, it's it's nice to get on my Nordic skis and just kind of go ski around and, and get into the woods or, you know, take my dog bird hunting or, or something like that. But, um, you know, I, I do a little bit of all that when I'm home, and um, you know, I usually try to get a lift in just to just to keep things rolling. Um, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy because you know, I, I do want to go back feeling pretty fresh. But um, you know, if you spend spend a whole week chugging eggnog, as you said, you know, <laughs> maybe you go back a little bit too sluggish. So this is Snowbound with Andrew Weibrecht, Boulder, Colorado. I'm George Thomas. Now, Andrew, the season ends in San Moritz, but that's not mm-hmm. the end of your time on the U.S. ski team. How much time do you actually get off? And then what do you do as far as dry land and summer training? Um, yeah, I mean, you know, St. Moritz is, is the end of my season this year because it looks like, um, you know, personally I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go for a kind of, I wouldn't say elective shoulder surgery, but a, um, you know, not necessarily necessary shoulder surgery, but something that I think will will help me. Um, So that's just, you know, that'll be, you know, a definitive end of my season. So I'll spend the spring um, doing quite a bit of rehab and stuff like that just just to kind of get me, um, you know, just to, just to make sure that I'm ready to go by the, by the time that we start camps in July. That'll be just, you know, normally end of the season, it's, it's about a month off and then, um, you know, we start physical training again and that's, you know, it's pretty, pretty intense anywhere like three to five hours a day, I guess would be, be our average, um, training, you know, probably six days a week, and, and that pretty much leads all the way into July. And, and, how, uh, how does that work? Do you report into a coach? Are you given workouts? Yeah, I, you know, I, I have a good relationship with my coaches, and you know, we we figured out a good working relationship. Uh, a lot of guys spend their time in Park City, and I, you know, just with the resources that I have in my class, it, um, you know, with the Olympic training center and all that, you know, everybody feels pretty comfortable about letting me do my own, own program out here, which is, you know, which is great. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in pretty constant contact with my coaches and stuff like that about, you know, what, what our daily schedule is. And, um, you know, so I'm, I'm on the same program as the guys that are in, in Utah. I'm just doing it on my own, which I I prefer I I really like training alone. It's kind of a um it's almost like a meditative practice for me where I just kind of get in the zone and and just just take care of it. But uh, yeah, I mean you know I'm constantly reporting in and and every every once in a while I go out there and do testing and and just you know make sure that everything's progressing you know at the rate it needs to be. What are they looking at? What's kind of the most important thing? Is there power based training, anything like that? It's it's kind of an interesting thing because it's it's so many different systems go into 
what we do for training. So it's, um, I mean, hour wise, the majority of, of what we do is, is low level cardio. Um, and that, that would be what we spend the most, most time doing. Um, you know, lifting is obviously really important. A lot of, a lot of, you know, I guess, I guess power, but not necessarily like Olympic style lifting, just, just general overall body strength type stuff. And then, um, a lot of core and then a, a decent amount of, of interval, um, type training. So it's, I mean, the way I've always thought about it is that the, the training we do in the off season is, is more to make sure that we're in good enough shape by the time that we hit ski, you know, ski prep period time in, in July so that we don't hurt ourselves when we're skiing, you know, and it, it's not, and, and then, you know, really what we're doing from that point on is, is skiing ourselves into shape. You know, like to me, that's where, um, for ski racing, that's where the, the real, you know, fitness comes is, is when you start skiing. Cause there's, there's absolutely no way that you can replicate, you know, the moves that you do in skiing and the forces that you have in skiing. It's, it's just making sure that your body's a little bit prepared to take that so that, you know, you know, blow discs out or, you know, <laughs> whatever. Now I will remember when you all came to, uh, Mount Hood to train in the summers. Now you're mm-hmm. New Zealand, South America. Yeah, that's that's um, generally what we do. Um, you know, over over the past couple of years, some some years we do a couple of trips to South America. Um, we've done a couple of trips to New Zealand, but the last couple of years has been one New Zealand trip, one South America trip, and then. Uh, you know, I I do a, a camp with Ted Ligety in in Mountain Hood. We we do commercial camps, so okay. I actually I go out there and ski for for a few days, and um, you know, we ski with kids and coach kids and stuff like that. But that's kind of a a side note. But yeah, most of our stuff is is Southern Hemisphere. Andrew, I had no idea you had a camp out there. Is that fun for you? Yeah, I mean, I I really. You know, I just, I, I enjoy the aspect of kind of giving back and just creating experience for, for some of, you know, the younger kids and stuff. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just cool. I mean, I, I remember, I remember going to Mount Hood as, as a kid and, and seeing the ski team guys and just, you know, that was, that was super fun. And, um, you know, a bunch, a bunch of us go out there and, and coach at the camp and um you know Dave Stowski is out there and Ted and myself and um Nolan Casper a whole bunch of guys so I don't know I mean I, I think it's just kind of a cool unique experience and it's just it's it's just kind of a cool thing that's good for our sport and and uh I don't know I I, I really enjoy it Always nice to talk with someone who spends part of the summer at government camp. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's there's worse places to be for sure. <laughs> well, Andrew, it sounds like 2016 is uh, pretty full for you, and I just keep thinking of everything you've been talking about with little Andrew Junior on the way. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, yeah, well, she's she's a she, so. Okay. Um, <laughs> not yeah. No, it, it it'll be great. I'm we're we're super excited, and it's just just another another really cool adventure that that we're going on here. Well, it's great chatting with you. I really appreciate you taking the time here on a couple of days off that you've got to talk with us. Thanks, George. Thanks very much. Andrew Weibrecht from Lake Placid, New York, snowbound. Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 